0: I've been tossing around the idea of doing some how-to episodes of the podcast, getting back to the roots of uh, kind of like, we've got this huge amount of people coming into the community, a lot of people trying out the game for the first time, it's being added to all of these platforms, it was free on PC, so I was like, okay, want to do some how to, how to play Star Wars Battlefront episodes of the podcast, and have some fun and then star wars hunters got announced randomly quickly did a podcast on that uh so now we're getting back into it welcome 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 to uplink before we get into the the main meat of the show i want to i want to ask your opinion on star wars hunters we've had some time to mull it over we've we haven't really gotten any more details but we have had some more time to think about
1: it yeah it's hard to say because we haven't we we sort of don't really know much um I'm definitely very keen on it like any honestly any star wars game like i'm i'm gonna be playing it straight away yeah um we're so starved so i'm definitely excited <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah i'm definitely excited but i guess i just i need to sort of see what it's about first and i, I think it shouldn't be too far away really like it seems like they do a lot of these announcements over the last couple of years or it's just like six months before it comes out they just announce it so i i'm pretty sure it's confirmed for this year isn't it it is yes whether that's you know, this half of the year, or maybe it's coming out later. Not too sure, but yeah, I'm definitely very keen for it.
0: There's there's been more of a push in the uh, gaming industry. Bethesda really likes to wait until the last second to announce their games. They like to push it. I I think... The ultimate goal, and a lot of people like to see this before leaks, and obviously that, that plays into some of it, but I, I think the gaming industry prefers to announce things like six months before it comes out. Obviously, some, some games start building up that hype much earlier, things like the mainline games, things you would think about like uh, Red Dead Redemption or um, Elder Scrolls 6. 6?
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. 6 is coming out, I think. I'm, I'm not even sure. That's been announced like three years ago and exactly. <laughs> we have heard anything else so you, your point is pretty much proven right there
0: exactly um but we've got a mobile game um usually they're of a smaller scale than something like a console or pc game it'll be fun to see how that shapes up when it comes out and what it's actually like but today let's talk about star wars battlefront let's talk about heroes so i'm, I'm thinking about it okay who do I get on the podcast to talk about heroes? Obviously I'm gonna get Sammy Boy on the podcast because <laughs> you are the hero man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I appreciate that. Well I'm not sure I think like on YouTube I am, but there's definitely a lot of players out there who are probably more deserving of that title because uh they their gameplay just puts mine to shame to be honest.
0: That's true. But they're not you and you're on the podcast, so you are the <laughs> you are the heroes hero guy. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. So let's jump in. So overview, Star Wars Battlefront came out in 2017. As we all know, a huge part of Star Wars Battlefront as a franchise since the beginning have been the heroes. Uh, Everyone loves playing the heroes in the game. Huge part of it. Some people only play the heroes in Star Wars Battlefront. People like a friend of the podcast, Ethan, huge fan of Heroes versus Villains. Uh, we've got Hero Showdown, which is 2v2, very uh, competitive. Um, you, you and uh, also another friend of the podcast, Ark, have done some competitions in the past using that as well. But I think those are the mainline ones, and it, it also differs from your style of gameplay when you look at something like heroes versus villains and how you're going to play those heroes in galactic assault or capital supremacy
1: yeah it's definitely um it's almost like two completely different like skill sets in a way you can be really really good at heroes versus villains and then just not you know it, it just doesn't really transfer over to um galactic assault and vice versa or you know there are a lot of people out there who are pretty much like insane at both but yeah i think yeah. it's it's still so different that you do need to even if you've mastered one in one mode, you kind of still have to play a lot in the other modes to be able to, you know, do well.
0: So what's your process when you're starting to research how to play a a hero or villain? What are the first steps that you take when you want to get better at a hero?
1: It's hard to say because, honestly, like, after so long playing the game, I think it's, like, most of the knowledge and stuff is just there at this point I, I'm definitely very rusty so like if I tried to play now because I haven't been playing as much the the kill streaks and stuff wouldn't be nearly as high but I think just over what nearly well probably more than three years yeah um playing the game it's just like it just sort of happened so it's hard to say how I would go about it I guess for myself when it comes to like say if I'm doing a hero guide like I'll just play the character over and over again and just like Sort of see where I went wrong each time because I'll you know okay. have a lot of failed kill streaks or whatever, and I'll um, I'll just yeah sort of take notice of what I did wrong and try and implement that in the next game I guess, and then after yeah, depends how long, depends on the character too, but after a certain amount of time you just kind of get the hang of them, and yeah, you're always going to make mistakes and stuff, but I think you just get used to the mistakes and sort of yeah implement that into your next kill streak
0: so would you say that playing heroes versus villains is one of the best ways to do so or do you see something like co-op as a as a good alternative as well
1: uh i think if you're like a full-on beginner as in if you've probably you know picked the game up um when it was free on epic or even more recent than that um i think co-op is a good like a really good way to get started just because you can learn their like abilities and all that type of thing, how fast they are, stuff like that. You can kind of just pick that up pretty easily there. Um, I think heroes vs villains is definitely better in terms of playing against real players. It's always you can, no matter how good you are against bots, it's completely different against players. And I think the more multiplayer experience you have, the the better you're going to be. But I do mm-hmm. think like very early on the co op and even just like arcade, even just playing. Completely yeah the offline is um yeah just good to get the hang of him especially a lot of the ones like you know boba fett for example he's um he's a lot harder to get the hang of just because he's jetpack and stuff so some of the more unique characters they're definitely um really good for yeah starting out in co-op but i definitely think that multiplayer is where it's at in terms of growth
0: i would agree uh co-op is really good for leveling up your hero so if you want to get the the levels up really quickly that's a good way to do so or if you're trying to get the darth maul skin that's a good way to do it as well but heroes versus villains like you said you get that experience playing against real players and they're going to play so much differently as as good as the ai in battlefront 2 is which really really good i was playing um yeah battlefront 2015 not too long ago and the AI are pretty good uh, i pl- actually played it on stream we stream every saturday so i was playing it on stream uh wasn't able to get in any matches so i was playing the offline survival missions and uh some of the offline stuff and i was like <laughs> i was noticing how predictable and how bad the ai were um from battlefront 2015 and then i for fun after the stream offline i went and played some uh offline and some co-op on battlefront 2 it's like good gosh these are like real people but yeah <laughs> as good as they are you are still not going to be in the same situation as you would be in heroes versus villains people are just going to play differently um ai will stick together a lot better and uh people do not <laughs>
1: yeah exactly I think what you said too about the predictability that's pretty much the main like difference really is that um, like the step up from Battlefront 2015 to uh, 2017 where it's like you know even that is a lot less predictable Mm -hmm. I think when you go from that to then multiplayer it's even more unpredictable because yeah people just play completely different every single you know every Luke that you come up against is going to be different than the last one so yeah Yeah I think that's really the main difference there is just the unpredictability in multiplayer compared to uh, like in co-op and arcade and stuff.
0: What do you see as the big differences between something like Heroes vs. Villains and Hero Showdown? Obviously you have the scale of the heroes but what are the main differences that you see uh, from a beginner's point of view?
1: Honestly Showdown might be better for like trying to learn the character because it's more of a controlled area like it's if you get those one-on-ones, you can really just sort of play it really slow, which is something you sort of can't do that often in uh, Heroes vs. Villains. It's a lot of, like, you know, 1v4s where you're just trying to fight someone and then his other three teammates come along and just <laughs> demolish you. So, um, I think Showdown is a really a really good mode for, mostly for probably lightsaber heroes. Um, I think blaster heroes in Heroes vs. Villains, it's probably not too much different than Showdown, but... Yeah, I think if you if you're trying to get better at just like the actual aspects of a one on one, then yeah, Showdown's is definitely the better way to go.
0: Yeah. So you're mentioning the the blaster heroes there. Do you have a preference versus lightsaber hero and blaster hero?
1: It's really weird because Boba's is my main character by okay. like a long way. Pretty much like I've always played him, and I've always, he's probably like twice as high of a level as anyone else, but. <laughs> In terms of overall, it's I definitely prefer Saber heroes. So, uh, really, Boba's the only exception, just because I, I just love the way that he's so fast and like agile. Um, it just yeah. suits my playstyle a bit. I'm I'm a very, which is probably why I don't get the super high kill streaks because I'm too aggressive. I just kind of like <laughs> I send it a bit too much. So um, he, he's just a lot of fun to play, and I don't a lot of a lot of people don't like Boba mains, which is fair enough. There's a lot of Boba mains that annoy me too but I'm more of a like super aggressive like Boba rather than um you know the ones that sit back and hide on the top of a building or whatever so yeah he's hard to get the hang of but once you do he's a he's a lot of fun
0: you're more of a wasp than a fly
1: (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's a good analogy
0: uh what what do you really enjoy about Boba
1: I don't know it's mostly just the the pace that you can play at I think like you can sort of get into the areas that where there's you know a lot of traffic and then uh, if you start to feel, I guess, overwhelmed, or if there's too many people there, you can kind of just quickly get out and like reassess and go to another area. I think that's the mm-hmm. part that is a lot of fun for me because you can try and, like I said, how I play really aggressively when I'm playing as, say, um, Han, for example. Um, that just doesn't really work because if you get in trouble, you kind of you're not going to get away from that. But uh, with Boba, just he's. A, it's really weird he's, he's very fragile he dies very quickly but once you can get the hang of him he's probably got better survivability than anyone else because he can fly away and sort of reposition quickly so yeah I'd say that's the main part is just the yeah the speed and the the pace that he has around the map that allows you to sort of Really be a bit of a pest. There's no other way to say it. It's like you get into an area, annoy some people. They start shooting at you, and then you go to the other side and do the same thing. So, yeah, yeah, definitely a, a fun way to play.
0: There's a there's a good portion of the villain side with their blaster heroes that are like that. Aiden is, like, one of the most annoying <laughs> characters to yeah. play against ever. <laughs> yeah. Man, Aiden. As as well as uh, Phasma. Phasma's, uh, dude, so been playing battlefront uh heroes vs. villains on the stream a bit and we were going up to some some sweat so it was not too long after the big surge of the epic game store so everyone everyone was on there we had a bunch of noobs um really enjoying the time hopped on with friend of the podcast Michael, and a few others uh in the group it's like okay let, let's let's go ham on some noobs here and then we got paired up against some sweats, some hardcore sweats, and we we held our own. We were doing pretty good. Um, we switched sides to the villains, and they they were destroying us at those villains. So we we tried we tried doing that strategy, and through that I found my love for Phasma. Like Bosk is my main usually on the dark side, but man, Phasma's fun.
1: She is a lot of fun. Yeah, she's. I honestly think that a really good Phasma player is probably the best, like the most influential in the whole game. Like if you if you really know what you're doing with Phasma, you can pretty much win the game off your own back as long as your teammates are sort of playing their role as well. But if you all just sit somewhere near her turret, like you, you're just not going to lose that game. She's, she's yeah. really, really solid.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Hard-hitting question here. Talk- we're talking about um, favorite characters. We're talking about the different play styles we use on those who would you say is the best hero on the hero side and who would you say is the best villain on the villain side
1: uh that's tough um on the light side i would probably say luke okay uh, he's sort of one that comes to mind straight away he's very he's kind of like the the lightsaber hero version of Boba, like very just in and out sort of annoying, like you, you can get in and just like wipe out half of the team and then run back and get to safety, so I'd probably say Luke is the one that comes to mind um, in terms of Galactic Assault, that is anyway, I think that, I'd actually say Han on, in uh, Heroes vs. Villains Really? He's just, I don't know I, Yeah, I don't know what it is about him, I think that he's, um, his Detonite and his shoulder charge can really mess up the Saber heroes, and then just because of his blaster being so strong, yeah, he's pretty much going to beat any other blaster hero. So I'd probably say at least him equal with Luke in uh, in heroes as villains, and then yeah, in GA I would say Luke. Uh, Okay, Dark Side. You kind of can't go past Vader. He's very, very Mm -hmm. busted at the moment. He's such a tank. (laughs) Yeah, he's just got he's just too tanky. He's not that much better than anyone else in terms of like his damage and stuff but he just he can just eat damage mm-hmm. and it just doesn't affect him at all so yeah i definitely have to go vader for the dark side
0: and is that both for galactic assault and heroes versus villains
1: yeah i think he's honestly unstoppable in both he's mm-hmm. um he's in heroes vs villains he can pretty much win the game on his own and in um <laughs> in galactic assault it's like it's gonna take the whole team to pretty much take yeah. him down. so
0: and this yeah, is he, also he is after broken, they've adjusted sure. <laughs> him, too.
1: Yeah, the, one of the last... I think, actually, the very last update that we got, this was after, the, like, the scarab update. They did one more, yeah, maybe even two more. Um, And, yeah, they fixed his... Uh, there was something really broken. I think he had, like... He was had, like, 80% regen? damage reduction or something yeah. on his choke. And, yeah, something about his regen as well. So they fixed a few things that... Yeah, they definitely came back and, bit fixed bit, like, and weaker, they fixed Vader and they fixed
0: Grievous. Those were the two ones. Yeah, that they that's right. Yeah, came back to
1: because Grievous's um core <laughs> rush was really really <laughs> broken for a minute there. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like he he got quote unquote fixed, and he's still like miles above everyone else. So yeah, it's kind of frustrating, but yeah, I guess uh, if you play as a team, you can still take him out. He's not unstoppable by any means, but he's definitely definitely the best for sure.
0: So you, you kind of mentioned it there, and I, I I assume this is the direction that you'll go. But on heroes versus villains, what are some of the best strategies to take? One that we've we've talked about a bit every time the heroes versus villains comes up, staying together as a team.
1: Yeah, that's the. I mean, even if you're not, even if the other team is like full of players that are better than you, if they're all on their own and you stick together, you win. It's like mm-hmm. ninety nine times out of a hundred, it's just who who can stick together. Because if you, once you let's just say like you roll around as a group of four and then if you kill two of them then it's just a 4v2 you're gonna yeah. win that but then when they respawn they're also on their own again so they have to come at you on a 1v4 and you're just gonna win every time so it's really just who can stick together um and i guess like also just knowing the map like if you're if you're sort of all running in a loop on a cliche, like he can push you off the edge for example so it's, <laughs> it's just also got just PTSD like from knowledge and stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, but yeah I, I honestly think that's the single biggest tip is just if you stick with your teammates and all play your role even if you're not as skilled as the other team you'll still beat them pretty much every time
0: what what are what are some of your advices? So you're you're as a team and I have been in this situation. You're as a team, you're staying together, and then all of a sudden you start getting dropped. You you're dispersed. What are some strategies you can take to get back together as a team?
1: Uh it can be hard because just because of the spawns. Um mm-hmm. honestly, like I, I feel like if you start let's just say like two of your teammates go down, it's probably a good idea that you and the other two or you and the other one sort of just fall back a bit and try and get somewhere that where you think they're going to spawn uh, because then at least once your teammates respawn they can sort of link up with you but if you do go down and it's like everyone's spawning on opposite sides of the map and you can't get back to each other, honestly it's I don't know if there's any tips for how to fix that, I think that's unfortunately one of the flaws of the game mode that uh, yeah, if one team kills all of you and it's four alive versus none alive then it's nearly impossible to get back unless you can you know just generally that's where it's like going to be a matter of skill you're gonna have to be far better than them to to end up winning that game um but yeah i'm not sure there's really any tips for fixing that honestly it's just something that's (laughs) always been a bit of an issue in the in the game mode i think they needed to add like the squad spawn system maybe to where you can spawn on your teammates or something because yeah yeah that's always been a bit of an issue
0: as long as they're not in combat that would have been a, a really yeah. good i personally am one of those crazy people that would love i love the the spawn in combat part of co-op but i know that's broken for some of the uh some of the strategies and depending <laughs> yeah. on the player it could it could really mess you up so i understand i think why like not. A,
1: a middle ground they could do is like if they're in combat instead of spawning right on them maybe you spawn like Within a certain distance, like twenty meters yeah. away or something like Instead that. Instead of the fif- um, like
0: fifty meters away that, or yeah. hundred meters away that, or you know, like a whole kilometer away. It feels like sometimes. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. That's honestly that's one of the like I almost won't play Heroes vs. Villains solo just because if you if you're not working with your teammates, it's just impossible to get mm-hmm. back from that. Really, you just have to, yeah, just try and somehow pick them off and you know, if you can get one down and then you're with one teammate and it's a two V three, maybe you can win that, but it's, yeah, it's tough. It's honestly just a, I think it's just a flaw in the game really.
0: Yeah. So getting in the weeds a little bit, um, in terms of previously, uh, previously heroes versus villains was under a target system. Do you feel it's better as kind of like hero blast, uh, versus that target system? Do you think that really changed the game? Did you prefer it as that?
1: Personally, I preferred the old one, but it was broken as well. Like, Mm -hmm. if you had a boba, that just didn't work. (laughs) So I wish that they could figure out some sort of, like, fix just for that, because I don't dislike the current one. It's just that, um, yeah, I think that was a bit more balanced to where if you sort of all went down and it was just your target alive and then four on the other team, you could still kind of just all focus on their target and you could still sort of win that point so i think it was a bit Mm -hmm. more balanced that way there seemed to be a lot more um like close games compared to the current one it's kind of like if one team is like 35 to 30 like it's already just gonna be a bit of a blowout really so yeah yeah it's hard to say i think somehow fixing the old one would have been better but at the same time i'm sure they thought about that and it just it might not have been possible really because mm-hmm. characters like Boba and Luke that just ran around everywhere it was, it was pretty <laughs> frustrating to deal with
0: I remember uh, when when it was the, the target system I glitched into, you know the, the Hoth map I glitched into one of the uh, ravines everyone else when they tried to get to me would die but I was still alive so anytime the target came to me they weren't able to get me <laughs> uh,
1: <no. laughs> I think I know the one you're talking about actually I think I had seen that there yeah. was some pretty bad like parts of like multiple maps I know that there was um there was another one on Hoth in you know where there's like that big ravine in the middle and then there's that sort of ice tunnel that goes through yeah. to the other to like the hangar area Somehow you could get into the, like... There's, like, a tunnel, like, a, a pipe in there, and you could somehow get in that. And it was just another one you, you couldn't... Like, the other team just couldn't get in there. And then even on, like... Uh,
0: I remember that.
1: On Yavin 4, maybe, there was, like, a, a hole in one of the walls that you could get in, and then the only way they could kill you was to also get inside the wall, but then, like, you could just swing-spam them to death pretty much. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was kind of broken, uh, like they probably made the right decision fixing the, you know, changing the mode. But now Definitely. that you say it, I, I do miss that mode. It was a lot of fun. It just, it uh, was it just had a lot of frustration as well. I guess
0: I hated being the target, but also kind of loved it. <laughs>
1: yeah. It was very, um, like stressful and like the adrenaline would start pumping and you start going, Oh no, I've got to get away. And it was, uh-huh. yeah, it was a lot of fun, but man, it, I think just the, the, the small things that broke that mode really, really broke it. So it's unfortunate that it had to change, but yeah, they they probably made the right decision, I think.
0: Do you remember um do you remember Hero Hunt from Battlefront
1: twenty fifteen? I do, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Um I'm
0: I'm I ca I'm kinda sad that it never got added, but also like it was super janky. Uh, like they constantly yeah. had to change how that game mode worked because nothing really yeah. worked very well, but it was yeah.
1: fun. Oh, hang on, I, I might be thinking of what was Hero Hunt again. I think I'm thinking of Heroes as Villains when it had like the Troopers as well.
0: Yeah, no, this was a uh, Hero Hunt yeah. was one hero versus the rest were Troopers. It was like one one hero versus like five Troopers, and it would be randomly chosen.
1: Oh, I think I remember that. I feel like that might have come like that wasn't there at launch, was it? I don't think so. Yeah, I think cuz I only played like after the sort of initial launch and the, the sort of first wave of it, I only sort of would play randomly when there was DLC so. Yeah. I think I don't know if I ever actually played it, but I remember seeing like people talking about it anyway.
0: Mhm. I think it was a, a big I remember watching Elliot play it a bunch on stream, so I like they had it changed to where it it, depending on how, how much damage you did, you had a higher percentage of getting the hero. It was, it was really strange. Um, but kind of going on that idea, talk, talking about how it worked previously, how it works now. Let's say we get a battlefront three. Um, we, we can't talk about battlefront two without going into thinking about (laughs) battlefront three ever. (laughs) Um, If there's a Battlefront 3, how would you like to see heroes changed for that game?
1: Honestly, the thing that I would love to see is actually having more hero modes that, like, have objectives. Like, something like Capture the Flag. Oh, with dude, heroes, like
0: Overwatch?
1: Like, yeah, stuff like that, I think, would be really good to see. Even, like, um, there's a lot of variants of it. I think the initial... Modes were called, like, King of the Hill, but in, like, Call of Duty, it's called Hardpoint, for example. And there's, like, an area on the map that is, like, the capture point, and you have to hold it, and you get points for when you're capturing it, but then it will move around every, you know, 30 seconds, for example. Um, and that would be a lot of fun to have, like, a bunch of heroes, you know, sort of defending a position, and then it changes, and then the other team sort of catches it. And, yeah, I think modes like that would be a lot more enjoyable than just like a regular sort of team deathmatch type thing because i don't know i think just having objectives just makes it a lot more important when you get a win like in heroes vs villains it's almost just like if you get a win it's like oh nice like it doesn't really matter but if you get like a really close like a really clutch win on uh An objective game mode like it just feels a lot more rewarding i guess so
0: if you are a new player you have a lot more chance if you are still learning the ropes to affect the game and you have something that you can go forward to as a team rather than like oh this is just my skill and we have to stay together otherwise like we're gonna lose you have to you have a common goal to go against
1: yeah i think it's definitely a lot better for like the balancing because you can have yeah you could have a really really good team against a really bad team but the bad team might play together and they might still, you know, they might still lose, but they'll lose a lot closer than losing 35 to 0 in <laughs> Heroes villain. Villains. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if you can really change the current mode that much. But yeah, that's something I would love if we do get a Battlefront 3 is to have a lot more, like, you could just have, like, a playlist with, say, like, three different modes on rotation across all the maps that just has different objectives, like Capture the Flag and, like, Hardpoint and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um even like a you could even just have sort of like a domination mode or conquest but like small scale maps with like more than four heroes like you could have say eight versus eight and have like a domination game mode that would be a lot of fun so yeah i think Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff they could do there but whether that happens or not it's it's hard to say unfortunately
0: kind of off topic but related what would you say to limited time game modes because they tried this with um Ewok Hunt they tried this with uh, Jump Pack Cargo Um, what would you say to like a limited time game mode where they had like the mainstay Heroes versus Villains experience and then that would go away periodically and you'd get those like get those objective based game experiences
1: Uh, I think that's if it's like a worry of player base, because I know that they didn't want to add too many modes for mm-hmm. like the player yeah. base, because otherwise you split it too much. So yeah, if that's like a worry 2015 for them, struggled fr- from that, yeah, exactly. Um, if that's a worry for them, I think limited time modes are a good fun as long as they're just done enough on rotation. If it's like, mm-hmm. you know, three months between when you get a mode and then you don't get it for another three months, like that's kind of sucks if you really enjoy it, but. Yeah. Um. I th- yeah. I got. I have no problem with limited time modes. Just so long as they're done properly. I guess like the the ones that like when we, for example, jetpack cargo. Like we got it and then it just like disappeared. So jetpack cargo. As long so as it's bad. not literally limited, as in like it will be gone forever afterwards. Then, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it should be should be something that they do look into because a, a lot of other games do that. And yeah, it's always it's kind of gives you a reason to jump on onto. Like you might have a a mode that you really like. And you kinda of get bored of the regular one and then they announce, Hey, this weekend we're doing this mode and you know, you and all the boys jump on and it's uh yeah, it's a reason to get on. So I yeah. think it's a good idea just as long as it's done properly, really.
0: We even like um Apex does this with the map rotation. You have set time frames during the day where it's that map rotation.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. I, I really like a lot of the stuff that Apex does with that. It's like um, they kinda of think outside the box in a lot of ways, which yeah. I think a lot of games should sort of take notice of that. Really,
0: Apex Legends, think outside the loot box. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really enjoy that. Like when I when I first booted up Apex, and I was like oh this is interesting when they started changing up the maps instead of like you play this map and then you play this map it's during this time frame you get this map we could they could definitely do that Uh, like during let's say for the next two hours you get to play this specific heroes versus villains and then the next two hours it's going to be uh, like Overwatch but with Star Wars and then the next two hours it's going to be team deathmatch it's going to be capture the flag but heroes
1: yeah, I, I would definitely be keen on that. I think that's kind of, like, a really good middle ground. Um, and allows you to... Because the only other... The only alternative, really, is just having a playlist where it's just called, say, Heroes vs. Villains, but then each, like, game is a different, like, objective kind of thing. Um, but the only issue with that is, like, if you are only like one of them and the other three aren't that good, then you have to sit through three games that you don't really want to play to get to the the one that you do so yeah, I think what you said is really a good alternative to that to where if you have one mode that you really like well you know what time it's going to be on and you can jump on at that time and yeah if they if they rotate them enough that you know maybe you can't make that time during the week but at least on the weekend you know you can you can jump on at that time so I yeah. definitely think that's something that I'd like to see more in any game really just having variety throughout not just like the months but throughout each single day as well
0: definitely it brings brings you more um interaction from a fan base you you get that like oh the expectation the excitement that your favorite mode's going to be coming up soon um you're probably going to be hopping on in a previous mode to wait for it um so I, I think it would be pretty fun if they did something like that yeah for sure so closing thoughts for heroes versus villains um key advice would be to uh again Sink some time into it. Find some heroes that you really enjoy playing. um, Put in the work. If you're playing heroes versus villains, um, definitely stick together. Uh, For Galactic Assault, so I'm not personally a huge Galactic Assault player, but what are some of the uh, tips that you would give to um, the hero versus uh, reinforcement versus ground combat?
1: Um... It's a little bit harder, I think, with Galactic Assault just because there's like so much, like the map's so big and there's so many different like enemies that you're going to face. Um, mm-hmm. I think the main tip I would give is honestly just don't... you got to kind of like find that sweet spot of being not too aggressive but also not too passive either because if you're sitting at the back of the map, you're of no use to the team. So yeah. you kind of just... I think it just comes through a lot of practice um, just trying to find the, the right pace to play at not only just in general, but like everyone's going to have their own pace. I think there's like a, a big area that everyone can sort of play decent in, but I think everyone has their own specific pace. Some players are like super aggressive and they can do well. And then for example, some people just can't play that aggressive. So they have to play a little bit slower. So yeah, I think it's just really just comes down to practice and, Um, Even just watching a lot of YouTubers who do the killstreak stuff, just sort of like seeing what they do and seeing like, oh, he does that differently than me. Maybe I'll try that out. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I think it's really just to do with like the pace that you play at and just the really positioning, like knowing where to go, um, which again, just comes with playtime. You kind of can't learn that without playing, I guess.
0: Mm Mm-hmm definitely i personally when like when i'm granted the ability to play as a hero in galactic Assault, i usually don't take it and just play as the reinforcements
1: (laughs) yeah the reinforcements are a lot of fun yeah they're they're like a good i think they're actually a good middle ground too probably for players who are learning um if Mm -hmm. you can't get a hero like obviously generally it's going to be the sweats that are going to get like the first hero and then they might have them the whole game so um i think reinforcements are a good middle ground because like they're almost like a mix of a trooper and a hero so you can get used to like playing them a bit more you know trying to go on streaks with them and trying to get a bit more comfortable with how how to like play and and where to be really so yeah yeah reinforcements are actually i think they're sort of underrated in a way a lot of people just kind of go i'm either playing a hero or i'm playing a trooper but yeah reinforcements are not only a lot of fun but they're yeah that sort of middle ground as well
0: I've said it before and I will probably say it again. I would love to see a limited time game mode, a game mode that took place of another one, but like reinforcement, blast. Like only reinforcements. There isn't a limit to how many of a certain type you can have on the map. Like that would be epic.
1: That would be so much fun. That would actually be, I would like, I don't really play blast that much, but I would play that so often if you could do that.
0: Same cuz i i love all of the different variation that you can have with the reinforcements i love the different play styles each one is so different from the other and depending on what team you are like also just the headcanon that the ewok is just jumping ship randomly and running <laughs> yeah. with the rebellion
1: <laughs> i love that yeah <laughs> yeah i think i honestly think that they managed to make them more unique than the heroes like a lot of the saber heroes are very similar to each other in a way even their their abilities might be different but the way you play them is just pretty much the same but the the reinforcements man there's like so many different ways even between the say all the aerials like there's a lot of different ways to play them because they've all got like different blasters and different range that they do well at so yeah yeah i think um it's something i've definitely slept on i'm i'm like a pretty much only a hero guy like if i'm going to play ga it's like i'm just trying to get a hero Mm -hmm. but yeah i kind of would like to give them a bit more of a try because every single time i've used them they're they're so much fun
0: yeah definitely i think my aerial is probably the most highly leveled thing i have in battlefront (laughs) yeah i love the aerial anyway dude this has been an absolute blast always love having you on the show it's been a while need to have you on more frequently
1: yeah for sure it, it's uh it has been well it's always always good fun when to come on so appreciate you having me on
0: yeah definitely hope all goes well uh on your youtube channel definitely go follow him uh sammy on twitter and socials until um he gets his channel back and then go through watch every single video that he has ever produced <laughs> and enjoy <laughs> That's all for this episode of Uplink Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash Uplink Podcast to get exclusive content as well as access to Uplink plus a monthly exclusive podcast talking all things wider world of gaming, Star Wars, and more. Definitely come check us out and help us support the show. A great free way to support the show is by leaving us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Anywhere you can leave a review of the podcast, it helps us out a ton and helps new listeners find the show. You can follow us on Twitter at Uplink Podcasts as well as on Instagram, Uplink Podcasts as well. Twitter is a great way to keep up to date on all things Star Wars gaming as well as all things on the show. Also, definitely check us out on YouTube, YouTube youtube.com slash the star wars battlefront podcast we stream every saturday at usually it's around 12 p.m mst we play star wars games we play among us we play all kinds of fun stuff and it is a great time also stay tuned for some more content coming to our youtube channel as we are ramping things up for 2021 also if you love video games star wars plants and pizza definitely check us out on discord link will be in the description come join our awesome community You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts, you can find the show. As always, thanks for listening and may the force be with you.